Hello, my friends, and welcome to Positive Talks. I'm your host, Christina. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about learning disabilities and what it means to have a learning disability. I mentioned earlier before in this podcast that growing up, I had a learning disability. So therefore, I'm going to go ahead and get started and talk about it. So growing up, I always knew that school wasn't something that I found easy or really enjoyed unless I was being social with my friends or just being out on the playground. Um, Sometime in elementary school, I don't remember the grade level. I want to say possibly maybe third grade-ish, second grade, um, I was tested into speech and basically I had like a speech delay. I could speak and I can talk right. I just had pronunciation. I could not pronounce certain words correctly. I don't know if it's because I spoke Spanish at home and then at school I spoke English. And so they put me in speech at the time. And then I remember later on, the speech pathologist um, decided that I needed extra services at school due to finding a learning disability. So they ended up putting me in like resource, which is basically kind of like, you know, you're in a class with other students who are in the same circumstances as you with education and goals. So I was in the class with them and we all learned kind of together or kind of in the middle and I was there partially for a very long time and then I remember each December they have this thing called an IEP and an IEP is just basically kind of like a goal assessment a form that you learn throughout the year of being you know in resource and kind of wanting to make sure you can go into mainstream Mainstream is general education for those who are not in education, meaning that you can be with, um, you know, the regular mainstream classes instead of just being in resource. And um, during the IEP, before the IEP meeting, they would um, do assessments on your progress learning. The teacher of the resource program would pull you aside Usually, typically, it would be sometimes maybe a week, sometimes a couple of days. And then they'll put, like, these games and they'll put these, like, you know, certain learning um, things like math and all that stuff. And you'd kind of have to figure out the problem and they would be writing down, like, what you're saying and doing. And then during the day of your IEP meeting, you would go and your parents would go or guardian and then the principal and your teacher would go and you would discuss all of those progress and delays that you would have Um, and then they would go and figure out if you needed more extra support or if you needed more time in the resource group once you turn 18 if you are still in the resource group in high school you do have an option of, I believe, your parent not 
going or you uh something like that and you can just go with the principal however that was not the case with me um so i had my mom still attend because she wanted to know um what was going on during the iap meetings usually in the iap meetings you can make um like yeah i still want them in resource no i don't want them in resource what other things can we do to progress their goals and education and stuff like that and so that's what it was. Um, I'm going to also now give you the definition of what a learning disability because there are many disabilities and also learning disabilities. And from my standpoint, I don't ever really think I ever had a specific learning disability. I think just because I had the whole speech um problem pronunciation that's why i was put in resource however there were some subjects that were kind of difficult for me to understand and i think that's why i was also placed in resource and i don't think teachers then really had the initiative um to kind of give those students an extra backbone meaning they didn't really wanted to take the extra help for them so therefore they kind of like i'm just gonna put them in a resource even though they probably could be in mainstream i hope that makes sense but the definition that i found is learning disabilities are disorders that affect the ability to understand or use spoke or written language or do mathematical coordinate movements or direct attention me what i mean by direct attention is like focus kind of like when some someone's speaking or you're in class stuff like that that's what it means for me personally i kind of did have trouble with just kind of being focused because i was always easily distracted um by people and if it wasn't quiet i remember just would always have a hard time like i i have to have things quiet in order for me to do homework or to pay attention to what the teacher or professor is doing i can't have a lot of people just and you know talking and i think that's why it was so easy for me in high school and in a little bit in elementary and middle school was because there wasn't really the teachers then they kind of were just like yeah you know it's okay stop talking i'm gonna tell your mom and all this but they didn't really kind of enforce you to become a better student i felt like it was more babied instead of being like okay if you're gonna go to college then you need to focus and do this right and do this instead it was activities that really weren't that progressed my learning and i felt that's why i also had a lot of trouble um when i did go to mainstream classes um that i was stuck on some of the things example like mla format i could remember when i was in high school um when i finally got into uh mainstream i remember just being like what's mla format like i didn't know what that was because when you're in resource they don't really teach you those things they teach they kind of do depending on the teacher 
But in my case, it really wasn't. You were more taught like certain things that you're kind of past beyond the age group. And I feel like teachers were kind of lazy and they were like, well, they have a disability. They have a speech problem. I'm not going to do any more, you know, and I just didn't really like that mindset. And I think that's why we even struggled even more because we didn't have the right teachers or the right help. And um, luckily enough, I had some good teachers in high school and in college who helped me um, kind of not be like, oh, well, just because you had that happen to you, you know, I had teachers who helped me get out of that. I think for the longest time as well, I was also kind of embarrassed to tell people that I had a speech problem and that I was in resource. Because I feel like anytime you tell somebody that they're always looking upon you differently or they think of you like you're slow, you're dumb, and just have like a negative um, situation on that. And I didn't want to think about, you know, having people think about me that way or people be like, oh, she uses as a crutch for help and stuff like that and that's not the case and I think that's why the longest time for me I hated asking for help because of that and I didn't want to have that stigma of that and now that I'm older I and you know finishing my college I don't really have that problem with having a learning disability anymore I finally was able to find my study habits I was finally able to combat those triggers that I had in, you know, elementary and middle school that didn't really teach me well. And that I was able to be like self-taught and also have teachers in college to be able to help me overcome those battles. And I'm forever thankful for that because just because you have a learning disability or a speech problem doesn't mean that you can't do anything that somebody else can't do and it shouldn't stop you from achieving your goals and your dreams yeah it may not be as you know fast as everybody else but slow and steady wins the race right but what I'm trying to say here is just because you have a learning disability or any kind of disability you should not be ashamed of that And it's just something that's a part of you and it's your story. And if you are able to work towards it, you can change that and you can move past that. And I'm so happy with all the people that I have had in my life and in school that kind of have helped me realize, okay, yes, I was once a kid that I had a learning disability and the speech problem, but I was able to overcome that. And it's okay to be scared as a parent. And they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to, you know, help my child. Or I don't know if my child will be like the other kids. It's okay to have those thoughts. But at the same time, if you're willing to help your child get over the learning disability or help your child get to be where the kids are at, then you can do it. You also have to change your mindset as well. And that will also help the child to feel safe and willing to change themselves. I also wanted to go over 
a few celebrities that I have found who have learning disabilities or a certain type of learning disability. I thought this was pretty cool because growing up, I was like, well, there's nobody that has a disability that's famous, you know? You kind of look look up down upon. You already have, like, the popular kids who's, like, kind of outcasting you because you're not, you're not cool enough, right? And then on top of that, now you have a disability and you're like, well, okay, there's no one famous that to look up to. <laughs> but I thought it was really fun that um, I looked up. And you guys can check this out for yourselves. I can't confirm the disability that they have. But I do know one of them, that which, that which um, disability that they do have. So Tom Cruise and Whoopi Gover. They, I know Whoopi Gover has dyslexia. And then Kara Keenlight, I believe she played in the Pirates of Caribbean movies, I want to say. Orlando Bloom, I was so surprised to know that he had a disability. I didn't know. Steven Spielberg, Justin Timberlake, Daniel Redcliffe from Harry Potter. I had no idea he had a disability. And Keon Reeves, same thing. I didn't know that he had a disability. Those are just some of the few people that um i found that do have disabilities like i said the only one that i knew that had a disability is whoopi over and she was dyslexic but i don't know all what disabilities they all have but um when i searched on google they all came up and i thought that was very interesting that more and more celebrities are coming out saying they have a learning disability or some type of disability. And I think that is so amazing to see that even celebrities also have, you know, disabilities because it can make someone like us be like, okay, if they have that and they're making their life f- fine and they're making their life with movies and fancy cars and all this then I can do it too you know it's like a great role model um thing to look up to if you do that route um some some thumbs to come about with um finding out if you have a learning disability or if you don't is problems with reading and writing problems with math poor memory and just being focused also organization skills Definitely. I does that mean just because I just want to say just because organization skills could fall into like a symptom of being uh and having a disability. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have a disability. I know some people just are poorly at having organizational problems, but you that's easily can be fixed. Um, I feel like now that I'm okay where I'm at in my area of with learning I think when you find a symptom of suspecting that you may have a learning disability I think and you need to take charge and kind of just be like what can I do to help myself you know kind of be my own person to change and what can I do to be like I need resources. Where can I go? Kind of thing. And I think that's important. Some of the things to help a person that has a learning disability is be an advocate. I think it's important to be an advocate, especially if you have had a disability or have a disability, because it's important to tell other people 
what you gone through and why it was so hard and to show others resources and to how to have compassion for those that have disabilities and although life can be hard for some it shouldn't be others who are not disabled should also be understanding of the capacity of a person who is in that spot. And I think another one is having clear goals. If you are a person that has learned disability, um just making sure that your goals are reached, you know, each you know, each year, each month, kind of figuring that out with your educational goals and be like this is what I want, this is who I need to meet. These are the resources I need to figure out. And also just being a good listener and finding people that can listen to you in order to help you help you those resources. And if you're in school, I think the best thing to do is just basically talk to teachers who are very supportive and not teachers who are really like, well, you need help. You need to go. Okay, if I need help, where can I get that help? Teachers work and they show you connections and help you form those relationships and network. That's what I mean. And I kind of want to give all of this fact is according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention in the United States, about one in six children ages three to 17 have one or more developmental or behavioral disabled um, and autism, learning uh, disability, or ADHD. And sometimes it's really hard for them to get diagnosed until later in elementary because parents are either afraid or they really don't know where to get the resource at or sometimes um, disabilities come really delayed and what I mean by delay they don't show up on time they show up really later and when they do show up later it doesn't necessarily mean that the child cannot overcome their disability they can they just have to be able to work really hard both the child and the family which happened in my case and I think it's important to have the right resources and the right assessments and teachers, professors, and anyone in education to kind of figure out why the disabilities happen and why we can't figure out the disabilities early on and the correct assessments. And I think the sad thing is that disabilities do sometimes happen at birth, but also disabilities sometimes happen after birth. It can mean a tragic event, trauma. It can mean that sometimes a parent is not putting a lot of effort in with the child. Or maybe the parent doesn't know how to be, you know, to teach a child something. Maybe it's just the environmental setting that they're both in, you know. Look at the socioeconomic status, you know, poverty and all of that. It can really take a difference on a child and... um. I think it's really important to find solutions and resources. And I think one of the things about schools is that when they hire people like a speech pathologist, a special education teacher, a resource, a therapist, uh, I think in school they call it psychologist. 
and you know a principal that's really knowledgeable and experienced I think it's important to have these educators who want to help students that are in resource and special education in order to get to mainstream you have to have qualified professionals and you can't just have somebody that's in the field of education just because and I think also what I've been learning in my child development classes that has helped me is that if you're a teacher and you have a student that has a learning disability is maybe working one-on-one with the child and the family and finding resource for them even outside of the school that can help the child and the family to progress their goals and to help them become better and it's just because you have a learning disability it doesn't mean that your life is over it doesn't mean that you can't do certain things and I hate that society has a stigma around oh you have a learning disability you're lazy you're not gonna learn anything you're not gonna go to college you are not gonna graduate high school you're not gonna get married I just really hate how people just throw out terms and have a negative outcome of somebody that has that and coming from somebody who has overcome having a disability. I can attest to that, you know, negative words can be really hurtful. You know what they say, <laughs> um, sticks and stones don't break my words, but words never hurt me. Words do hurt and it's something that you always remember. Like I said, I remember my teacher from first grade that she was the one that said that I needed a speech um, pathologist to be seen because I couldn't pronounce words because I was Mexican and she told my mom that I would never graduate college or high school the sad thing is yes it took me a little bit longer not because I had a disability just because I wasn't ready at the time and a time of going to college that is and it's funny now looking back now that I'll be graduating this semester it's really sad that words like that still haunt me and it's been so many years although I've forgiven that teacher and she's on my Facebook and everything but I think as a future educator it's really important to be okay with what you say to your students and remember to be careful with what you say with words because it's kind of planting a flower. You're putting in the seed and you're growing that flower in that environment. And if you're not planting the right seeds, the flower is not going to grow with your negative environment. You want a positive environment. So you want to put the right seeds in the soil and sun and all that. And, you know, that's one of the things why I love child development is that it helps me to become a better teacher and it helps me to become more empathetic and it makes me realize that there are really a lot of shitty teachers that just like to make assumptions about students because they are fearful of 
their background and they don't really have a lot of experience and I think that is something that we need to change and I hope by you listening to this podcast if you know somebody that has a learning disability or any kind of disability that you don't ever look that person differently and that you just treat them the same as everybody else and that you try to be understanding and maybe ask questions because I guarantee you that they will tell you, you know, yeah, I have a learning disability, but does it mean that I can't do anything? I'm just like you, you know, and I think one of the thing is, is instead of being so judgmental, instead of being so like, I have to protect myself, I can't say who I am because of what I think or what people think. I think we need to start asking questions and start having connections and and communicate with others about why they have or are certain ways of how they are. And I think once we start doing that, maybe society will get better. I don't know, but that's just something that I really hope for. <laughs> But I really hope you enjoyed this conversation. People with learning disabilities or any kind of disability have a very special place in my heart because, like I said, I had one myself. And then a lot of times people say, well, your disability never goes away. It can. And if you really work hard enough for yourself and figure out your study habits and figure out ways to stay focused and having professionals and people to help you, it can't you can overcome it. It's just you have to change yourself and your mindset for that to happen. It's just not gonna be like, oh poof, you know. <laughs> but I really do hope that you take something from this episode. And one thing I wanted you to take away from this is how can you not How can you be more understanding of others who have a learning disability? What can you do to teach yourself more about other people who are different from you? That's something I want you to take away from and kind of reflect. What is something that I can do for myself that if I see somebody different, what can I do for them? Can I be their friend? Can I get to know who they are for their story? to help me understand my own reflection and make me more aware. Once you do that, I think the world will be a better place is what I hope for. But it all starts with one person, right? But anyways, my friends, I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And I'm going to post an article in the show notes. And I hope you enjoy this show and take care and we will talk soon.